JD Talking Sports, Sunday morning, 12.29 a.m., February 12th, this was supposed to be a February 11th show, but I was on the phone, got a little delayed, I was going to stay and not go on until Holly Holm got in her fight at Barclay, how about UFC 208 right now, Barclay Center, as we speak, right now, she's going to the ring, the first, the inaugural, I like that word, inaugural, inaugural, What's a uh, featherweight division, 145-pound title fight. Holly Holm, she's lost two in a row, is going against yeah, Durandame, 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 Durandame. And I was kind of excited to talk about it, but I had to get the show going. Because right now, right now as we speak... Sorry about that, Isaac. I was kind of psyched. It was OKC going against Golden State. You know, they had all these, I don't know. I I guess I don't understand things sometimes. The whole muffin or the cupcake. Oh, he's a cupcake. I guess they were calling him a cupcake now, Durant. He had to hire his armed security team, tripling Warriors normal security personnel. I was like, oh, okay. He really needs that much. Well, whatever. Came in scoring a combined 79 points in the two games. They had outscored OKC by a combined 47 in the two games previously. Well, they won by 16 tonight. It could have been uglier. Durant had 34. It's not too, you know, hey, over 100 points in three games. He scored a lot of points. He had 40 last game. This is a, a bit, you know, a bit of a downer. He only scored 34 tonight. Russell Westbrook, man. And then and then there was some jawing. Russell Westbrook was like, I'm coming. I forgot what he exactly said, but I I, I remember when I watched it, I was like, okay, he goes, yeah, and I'm going to keep coming. I'm coming for you. I think it's good. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Okay, and somebody else got into his face. I, 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 I didn't know who it was on OKC, but he got into Rant's face. They were like face-to-face. Well, Westbrook had 47 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Golden State improves to 46 and 8. OKC drops to 31 and 24. So he didn't get a triple double. But 47 points, man. Guy's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I, you know, I thought it was going to be a good game. I actually was watching a movie Goal with Matthew McConaughey, which I thought was based on a true story, which they said it was, but it really wasn't. It was fictitious. Played a guy. It's funny. Ugly actors want to make or want to be, you know, made better looking. And always the good looking actors or actresses like Charlize Theron. McConaughey like had a belly and a receding hairline. And I was like, all right, dude, you're a good-looking guy. Why do we need to have you make so ugly? I don't understand, but good-looking guys, good-looking women, they want to look ugly, want to play ugly characters. Perplexes me. That's what I'm saying on that front. But they got blown out. Wasn't even a game. It was 105. They were up by 17 in the third quarter. It was a blowout in the first half. I think they were up by over 25. Yeah, they were up by over 25. Wasn't even close. It was ugly. Right off the bat. But usually those games never live up to hype anyway. What are you going to do? Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus in his left knee, but they think it's a very minor meniscal tear. Doesn't need surgery. Has missed the 11 of the last 12 games. Well, they said that he was actually at a concert 
the other night. Who was, who was the band? Yeah, at a Meek Mill concert. I don't know who Meek Mill is. I'm older. I guess I don't know who these. And he got some flack for it. I understand. But he says, oh, I'm going to have fun. Dude, you know, if you're not playing, you shouldn't be dancing. He said, at a concert, he said, well, you know, I got carried on stage. I don't understand. I don't, th- th- these young guys, they just do stupid shit. And now you got social media and everything. You can't hide from anything. Now, one cool thing was Russell Westbrook was wearing a Willie Beeman jersey from any given Sunday. And I thought that was, I love Will. Hey, movie's not that good. But Willie Beeman, Jamie Foxx rocks in that role. Hey, and the Sixers won tonight. They ended the Heat 13-game winning streak. They won 117-109. Philly had seven players in double figures. Robert Covington led the team with 19. Goran Dragic had 30 for the Heat. Miami fell to 24-31. Philly improved to 20-34. and And LeBron and Kyrie Irving scored 27 each. Tristan Thompson had 13 points, 13 rebounds. They beat the Nuggets 125-109. Cavs look like they've righted that ship. They're 37-16. Denver fell to 24-30. and Hey, look. They only scored 109. They scored 131 against the Knicks. Well, the Knicks didn't play. Knicks, 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 Knicks. What's, what's, what's happening exciting on Knicks? Oh, Hornacek. <laughs> Jeff Hornacek. He ripped the Knicks starters for embarrassing D effort, defensive effort on Friday. He said... They're happy scoring their points. That doesn't sound good, right? And, you know, Phil hasn't spoken to the media since September. September. But he can tweet. Stupid shit. Yeah, that's great. And they are 71-48 and 48 under Phil Jackson as president of the Knicks. 71-48. and 48. I'm going to keep track of that because I find that very interesting. They play tomorrow the Spurs on ABC. Spurs come in 41-12. Knicks are 22-33. and 33. Three... I think it's 3 o'clock tomorrow, 3 p.m., 3.30 tomorrow. Wow. That should be a lot of fun, right? We know about Fitz. They have $5 million, basically dead money, because they, they prorated his $10 million bonus last year. Yeah. I was talking to Michi tonight, and Michi said that she thinks the Jets will win a Super Bowl in the next three years. I said the Jets may never even win a Super Bowl in the, our lifetimes. I don't think they're going to make a Super Bowl in our lifetimes. That's how bad I think they are now. That's how much. She said, bring back Rex and uh, Mark Sanchez. I said, Michi, never. Please, let's let that go. Let it be. Let it be. Now, Michael Conforto said he was a little soft at the end of the season. He said he's lost about seven pounds this offseason and added some muscle. Now, his batting average dropped from 270 as rookie year to 220 last year. He's only going to turn 20, turns 24 March 1st. You have Bruce, Jay Bruce in right field. You have Granderson in center. Cespedes is in left field. Leaves Conforto odd man out. But there could be a trade made. He's open to playing first base. We like that. Said he worked this offseason on using his legs a bit more with his left-hand swing. Going to use the field more. Worked with the hitting instructor, Kevin Long. We like that stuff. That's how you want to play baseball. Hit 422 and 128 at-bats in Vegas last year. Wrist injury hurt him, but he said he's fine. And, you know, the Mets this year, pretty much the same group as last year. You got some star, what do you call them, star-cross pitchers? Yeah, pitchers, you know, on the on the verge of stardom, some some more than others. And uh, mismatch position players. Yeah, but it worked last year. I'll tell you, if the pitching is healthy this year, I think they're going to have a good year. I'll tell you, Wright has to come back healthy. They need Wright healthy. They do, they do, they do, they do. 
I think they're going to have a pretty good year. I think I think the Mets will, for the first time ever, will make a the postseason three straight seasons. Never happened in Mets franchise history. Could happen this year. Now, Yankees gathering as much young talent as possible before you have the big free agency after the 2018 season. It's a waiting game, you know, and I am fine with this. I say let take their time. Take your goddamn time. Let's no rush. No rush whatsoever. I'm okay. I can wait for this. Life's too short. No need to rush. No need to rush, folks. And uh Henrik Lund- Lundqvist, Rangers goaltender, 400th career victory. Rangers beat the Avalanche set last night, 4 to 2. First European goalie to reach the milestone. He is a great guy. He Easy on the eyes. You could say that about it. You know, you could say comfortably about another man. Yeah, he, he is. He's easy on the eyes. He's a good-looking guy. And, uh, yeah, I wish him the best. Congrats, you know. I mean, he's 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 been a rock for the Rangers. And, you know, hey, hey I'll tell you, 94 when they won the Cup was awesome. And hockey screwed that up because they went on strike the next year. They should have built on that momentum. But that was a hell of a year. That was awesome. It was great to watch the games. Whole city went crazy. I thought Major League Baseball, you knew this was going to happen. The two guys killed with Jose Fernandez are suing the estate of the former all-star pitcher for $2 million each. I'm like, really? I mean, that's that's today's day and age. You know, I saw something on the news about a woman who was given the wrong baby when she had to breastfeed and then wanted... Then they gave her another baby, and she was afraid her baby got infected from the other ba- from newborn. So she wanted all these tests done. She was suing the hospital. I was like, listen, you know, they screwed up, and that that's a bad thing. But the way she took it, like, was like, oh my god, a woman's a baby, another baby's saliva touched my baby, and it wasn't cleaned, and all. That. I was like, and I found out she lives in my hometown, which gives my hometown a crappy name anyway. I mean, what the hell, crazy, right? I mean, that's a little much. That really pissed off my mom too, and I agree. It pissed me off too. I was like, Gee, you know what? These people today, get, it's it's such a litigious society. Like these two guys suing Jose Fernandez's estate. He wasn't he wasn't riding the boat. I don't understand what 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 was he uh, forcing them to? You know, I, I, and that's what we do. It's we're litigious. That's all we are. We sue everybody. Sues everybody. It's ridiculous. And they already getting crazy. You know. Uh, prognosticators for the next season. Astros, 46 game over 500 last two years, except when they play the Rangers, who they're 10-28 and 28 against. But people say, hey, Astros could go all, take it all the whole way this year. Eh. Cardinals, first 17 years of the 2016 winning seasons, 12 playoff appearances, four pennants, two World Series. That's a pretty good one. Dodgers, four straight division titles without reaching a World Series. And then you look at them and you look at the Giants, last eight years, one losing season, three three World Series titles. Got the Orioles, most wins in the AL over the last five years, yet they haven't won a game beyond the division series. And they don't have an ace for the rotation, which you need, you need, you need, you need an ace. You really do. And the Rays, 2008-2013, average almost 92 victories per season. Three losing seasons since, since, but they have a young rotation, and they hit for enough power to scare you. You know, when I talked about the, the Mets and the Yanks, anything's possible, folks. Anything is possible. And we, they came out first time. College basketball has their top sixteen seeds, and I first top four is Nova is the number overall number one seed. Then Kansas, Baylor, 
and Gonzaga make it the the top four. Five through eight is UNC, Florida State, Louisville, Oregon, and then Arizona, Virginia, Florida, and Kentucky. And the last four, 13 through 16, Butler, West Virginia, UCLA, and Duke. Duke barely pulled one out today against Clemson. I was hoping they'd lose after they beat UNC. Now, the breakdown of 16 is the Big East has two, Big 12-3, West Coast Conference, one, ACC, five, Pac-12-3, and SEC, two, Big 10, shut out. Shut out. Now, you know, they still got to play some more more games and some 20 games, but a lot of teams, hey, two of the top three, Kansas and Baylor. Kansas squeaked out a win today against Texas Tech, and Baylor beat TCU with these ugly-ass lime green uniforms. Fluorescent, whatever you want to call them. I think it's cool. I like this now. You know, they have the college football playoff. They give the top teams, the top 20, whatever, the who's going to make the BCS, the Final Four. I like this for basketball. I do. And ACC, hey, great conference, man. Pick 12-2-3. Not bad. Pac-12, that's not bad either. Big East has two, man. And Nova's the number one over number number one overall seed. That's good, right? And ESPN game the next week is going to be at Chapel Hill for the number eight UNC, which could change this. Will change this week against number twelve UVA. And UConn women won their ninety ninth in a row. Eight hundred eighteen days since their last loss when they lost to Stanford eighty three forty one today like yesterday over SMU. UConn improves to twenty four zero eleven zero in the AAC. SMU thirteen eleven four and six in the AAC. And Jay Billis says as dominant UConn is as dominant as the UCLA squads from the 70s this team is remarkable I agree they're going to play South Carolina number 6 Monday when they go for 100 Kitty Lou Samuelson led UConn with 22 Kiara Perry at 11 for SMU 83-41 they went by <laughs> they're going to go for 100 goddamn wins Can you, 99 straight wins man it's unbelievable they just keep restocking Louisville was down 14. They raced a 14-point deficit. They beat Miami, 71-66. They improved to 25-8-4 and in the ACC. Miami falls to 68-8-6, 6-6 in the ACC. And I said Kansas won. Kansas improved to over Texas Tech. Damn, 22-3, 10-2 in the Big 12. Texas Tech falls to 69-4-8. And then Nova won over Xavier, 73-57. Jalen Brunson had 17-7 assists. Forward Rashid Gaston had 23 points, 10 rebounds for Xavier. Jay Wright's 500th career victory. How about that? Nova 24-2, 11-2 in the Big East. Xavier 18-7, 8-4. Gonzaga won at Mount, at, at uh, St. Mary's where the college game day was this week. So number one, Gonzaga over number 20, St. Mary's. Presmic Karnos- Karnowski, 19.9 rebounds for Gonzaga. 26-0, 14-0 in the WCC. Mount St. Mary's falls at 22-3, 12-2. Pretty cool, right? I mean, you know, it was kind of a, eh, I'll be, you know. I'm waiting for the Holly Holm fight to end. But Oh, and uh, Miss McCarthy tonight was on again playing the press secretary. I don't know if she had a big bag of gum. It looked kind of funny. Didn't look funny, funny, but look funny. And FDU, man, they were eight and one. I was all excited. They were in the NEC. They're now nine and five. They lost, man, 
one and one and four in the last five in conference. They were eight and one, and I was like, oh, they're going to keep rolling. Well, now they're tied for second. Actually, they're behind. Well, they split with LIU Brooklyn. So they're tied for second. LIU Brooklyn, they lost 75-69 in Brooklyn. Darnell Edge had 19. Jerome Frank had 12 points to lead LIU Brooklyn. Caleb Bishop had 13.7 rebounds for FDU. FDU shot 41.3%, LIU 40.3%. So you think, okay, nope. From the foul, they, LIU went to the line 33 times, hit 22 shots. Knights were 12 or 14, right there, this difference. And LIU out-rebounded them, them 40 to 36. Darian Anderson missed his first game after 86 consecutive games and had their three-game winning streak, Fairleigh Dickinson did, versus LIU snapped. They actually outscored him 39-38 in the second half, Fairleigh Dickinson, but it did not matter. They play at Sacred Heart Thursday at 7 p.m. Malik Miller had all the points off the bench, 12.6 rebounds. They were outscored by 37-30 in the first half. Earl Potts, 10.6 rebounds with 3 for 10 from the field. Stefan Jiggets, 8 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. Damn, man. You know, I was kind of excited. I was like, maybe they'll pull it out today. I'm waiting for Holly Holm. They're not showing any updates. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting feverishly. Because you know what? These these cards start way too goddamn late. Way too late. Holly Holm, Jermaine, Durandamy. Oh, wow. They're saying, well, some controversy just now. Credit to G. She was throwing it. The bell was ringing, but landed. Oh, they're saying she hit her after the bell. No point deducted. Little controversy, they say, with the fight. Yeah, they're not giving any. Oh, round two. Yeah, so they are in round two right now. She got clocked after the bell, but she was wobbly, but she's back. So they're going to go to round three, which could mean that, you know, she got hit after the bell. Everybody's saying it's a little late. We shall see if I get to it. And Anderson, Anderson Silva got his first win Since 2012. How about that? That's right. He beat Derek Brunson. Unanimous decision in a middleweight bout. Silva improves to. Actually, wins his first fight since 2012. Yeah. 34 8. 1 1 0 contest. Brunson fell to 16 5. And Souza beat uh, Tim Botch by first round submission. Improved to 24 and 4 in his career. Who else fought today that I was looking up? Oh, Glover Teixeira beat Jared Cannonier by unanimous decision to inch closer to a light heavyweight title shot. I don't, I don't, I follow some of the fighters. I'm not 100%, you know, I, I do watch some UFC. My buddy Harris is really into it, and I watch some of the fights. A lot of pay-per-view, man. I, I, I try to watch this stuff on television, but the pay-per-view stuff is a little too pricey for my price range. Just a little pricey. And that's what bothers me a lot. A lot of stuff on pay-per-view, I'm like, put more stuff on, te- on, on network and cable television. I'll watch it there. You're killing me, folks. Sometimes you're just killing me. All right, so I'm not going to get... That fight's not... It's not going to end right now. 
but I was hoping they would get to the third round right here. UFC live. They had round three. Nope, they're still in round two. Yep, still in round two. Eh, what are you going to do? All right. All right. Last last show. My trip first trivia question was last Super Bowl winner. I'm sorry, last Super Bowl loser to make the Super Bowl the next season. And that was the 93-94 Bills. Well, when you think about it, it was every season. And they, they lost, in their last Super Bowl, they lost to the Cowboys 30-13 in Super Bowl 29. Okay, tonight's trivia question. What franchise has the most regular season wins in NFL history? What franchi- NFL franchise has the most regular season wins in NFL history? All right, now we have the... We got our 16 seeds for basketball, and that's a tease because they still got a lot to play, plus the conference tournaments. Knicks are playing the Spurs tomorrow. Holly Holm, who's going to win the featherweight title, inaugural featherweight title in UFC 208 at Barclays Center, which I think is awesome they're playing, that they're fighting here. Just over the bridge for me. After you, come on, you got to get some wins, man. This NEC, you got to get some wins. Uh, Hen- Henrik... Henrik Lundqvist, big win, 400th win. Jay Wright, hey, 500th. Kind of a disappointing game back in OKC for Durant, but they got the win. Russell Russell Westbrook, man. If he had town around him, it'd be kind of scary. Baseball, right around the corner, uh, spring training. Michael Goodfordo, what are the Yankees going to do? What are the Jets going to do? Going to have a quarterback? And what's what's Hornacek going to be talking about tomorrow? I don't know. Folks, I hope you have a great night. I'm going to go to bed. It's way too late. Peace out. Talk to you soon.